Hello everyone and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, well, we delayed the show because there was a live letter and we do indeed have the next two weeks worth of shows planned out exactly as I predicted them. <laughs> We're going to talk about the trailer. We're going to talk about the live letter and uh, give our thoughts on some of the things that we heard and saw. I'm one of your hosts, Michael Mischak from Pope Romo. Of course, joining me is Slide Case, Slide Fox, Slide Gate, Gray Fox, Gate, my boy Blue. I'm tired, so I'm trying to say, say things fast to stay awake. I'm tired too. Hi, tired. I'm happy. Nice to meet you. It's going to be a great show, folks. <laughs> it's one of those, awesome just like, this is my I've been up since since 2 a.m. here. That's what that's what this is right now. The I could I literally couldn't be asked to do anything different with myself after a long day. Like that's where that's that's where I'm at right now, pretty much. How are you doing, Sly? Besides being tired, I'm doing good. Good, doing good. That's good. Well, uh, on a scale of one to ten in terms of hype about this, I uh, give it a solid, solid seven point five. Right? Not a seven point three. Been a while. Been a great while. show today. Gonna be a great show, it's, man. It's, it's been a while. It's been a while. Come on. Come on. It's been a while. Come on. Give me that. Please? No? Okay. No, I can't give you All that. Right. Sorry. Um, it was like an 8.3. Uh, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. I, there were, so again, it's going to come down to, and we'll talk about it in a little bit. Um, uh, again, they just like with 4.1, they made the trailer for this a little more cinematic. Um, mm-hmm. So it doesn't have like, you know, hey, this is this piece of content. This is this piece of content. New recipes. Yeah. New recipes. Yeah, no, they, all that's gone. Like you can see it if you look through, but it's made to be more of a of something that's digestible. And maybe you could get excited for without needing to care that this is the new glamour feature. And this is the new this and this is the new that. Um, and mm-hmm. therefore, it's only about a four minute trailer. We're going to watch it here in a minute. But I guess um, you, I, I guess your 7.5 was probably more so for the whole live letter and less so just for the trailer. What about just the trailer? Just the trailer? Uh, give it a, I, I'd actually give it a solid nine. Really, yeah, that was, that was a pretty, that was a pretty boss trailer, especially when we got, oh, yeah. when uh, a certain somebody revealed he was going to be quite buff. Very, quite, quite buff. Gains. Yo, no, 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 no. That's we'll 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 talk about gains a little bit, and we'll get some sly gains in the chat for that one right there. So, uh, what do you say we just shut up and watch the trailer? Yes, we shall. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Without further ado, uh, enjoy. It's so pretty. Who are you? 
Ambassador Plenipotentiary of Garlem. is a dear friend. Our course is clear. Are you all right? Icons are a blight upon this star. In his wisdom, Emperor Varus wishes to explore the possibility of an alliance to combat this common threat. Receive of me my fury, children of man, and quell it! There is no turning back! While I dare not give myself wholly to hope, I will not deny that I have prayed for such a miracle ever since that fateful day. I am bound by duty to ascertain the truth of the matter. Did Gorsetsu not seem strange to you? No, I don't want to. When the hour arrives, we shall welcome what comes with open arms. You speak of sins, my lord. But at whose feet do those sins lie? Alrighty then, we are unmuted. You got, so, you got a smile on your face. You got a smile on your face. Sly. How you doing? First, first off, 
not was what I was expecting or wanting, but I'm not unhappy. Good, because that would be totally the opposite of me. Still going, huh? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's yeah, that's just what I do. Yeah, but um, I'm content. I'm I'm definitely content um, where they're going for a Sigma Escape. Oh, I'll have to hold off another uh, tier, or maybe we can get it. Don't say maybe it. Maybe I get it. Don't say it. What, Ultimatia? Oh, you ain't getting that shit. No. <laughs> you fucking crazy. Think you that think shit. we, like, think about, like, how many, well, how many patches are we getting? How many, how many like, straight up numbered patches are we getting? Uh, so that's in- actually a big portion of debate with people talking about Sigmascape, and we'll mm-hmm. get into that in a little bit. But, uh, you know, it was said that they're not ruling out the possibility of a 4.6 or and or a 4.7. 4.7. However, yeah. after seeing that the the fan festival is in November, if it had been in, like, January for North America, I would have maybe thought that, but... Mm-mm. And also... So you're ruling that out? I'm ruling out any final bosses from any Final Fantasy being the last boss of the next year entirely. I'd imagine mm-hmm. Omega at some point is like, all right, well, you've become the ultimate warrior. Now we now we fight. That's his whole thing. What's he going to put you up against the ultimate warrior? You win, and then he's just going to be like, cool. See ya. <laughs> I think that's how they actually <coughs> might end it. In all honesty. Remember when I thought that about Bahamut? I said, no, there's no way we fight him. There's no way. Look how big he is. Look how strong he is. Like, it's impossible. And then they just, Bahamut Prime. Yeah. What can I say? Yep. Just give Omega. We already know Omega has a condensed form. It's just we're kind of in his uh, his his cheaty place right now. He kind of makes the rules, and it's not fair. But um, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit. So since we have the since we're done with the trailer, um, mm-hmm. I just want to point out because it's something that's only going to come up once during all of our talks here. The live letter mm-hmm. for Eureka is on February tenth. We knew that. We knew this was not the live letter for Eureka. All right. I'd like to point out, though, it's in the 4.2 trailer, Sly. Just because it's in the trailer. Sly, they've never put something in the trailer and then not put it in the patches. Minus, like, I think there's been, like, mechanics. I remember, I think they used, like, (laughs) the pre-nerfed St. Mosion's Arboretum last boss. Mm-hmm. I think they like showed like mechanics that like ended up not being there at all in the final version, if I remember correctly. But that's like it. That's it. But we're talking about a dungeon. We're talking a dungeon compared to a full a set thing of that content. they've been working on for far longer than they ever work on a dungeon. Yeah. <coughs> and, and then, then again, we we talked about this in pre-show. The only reason why they would consider delaying it would be for you know, actually being able to lose level, which is um, in a bit of contention with, with the community. Um, and we'll... Please we'll, don't. We'll get to that. <laughs> please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't what? No. no please don't what, slide? No. No. Please slide, don't. What, what don't you want them just, to do? Just just don't do it. What's wrong? That's what I'm saying. Don't... don't what's, the, what's the problem, Sly? You, you want to lose level? It's not a real level, Sly. No, no, but I'm just saying, in within Eureka, you, you want you the loose level. <laughs> if you it's in Eureka and it's built around it, I don't care. It's as long as I don't go back to level sixty-nine, giggity. 
Okay, we know that's not going to happen. Exactly. So I don't care. Um, no, but in terms of progress and everything within Eureka, I actually don't. You know? Fine. I just, I, I don't care. It's not fine. Okay. All right. Sure. As long as, I'd rather lose level than DKP. After looking at the chat. Definitely don't want to lose DKP. Dragon Killer points are worth a lot nowadays. So DKP minus. Yeah. So uh, we're going to be going through the official notes and throwing in details from the unofficial translation. Once again, uh, the Reddit discord held an unofficial translation. Uh, thanks to Iluna for rushing home from work and almost probably killing somebody to get there on time. Uh, we were like, oh, they might be like 10, 15 minutes late. And they made it like with like six minutes to spare, um, which they technically, as far as I consider, they start with the trailer. So you have an extra few minutes there at the beginning. Um, yeah. And then, of course, uh, Hezkuzzle, who I accidentally called Hezekel earlier for uh, the images that he was posting on the Reddit Discord. If you want to see all those, uh, Eluna probably went through them and fixed them up by now. If not, still, there's a bunch of unofficial stuff there and additional mm -hmm. details from what we actually see here in the official translation. So, Sly, biggest surprise is this first detail right here at the release date. Nobody saw this coming. No. Nobody. Not a single person was like, that's the day it's going to come out, Sly. What Everybody day is got it? it wrong. Uh, January 30th. Holy shit. I don't think anyone could have predicted that, Sly. Except everyone. Yeah, Us. Much. And every other and podcast. Everybody. And everyone in yeah. the chat. And everyone, dude, people who don't even play 14 knew it was coming at this point with how with how predictable it was, as far as I'm concerned. Um yep. so Sly, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you something real quick. What uh okay. what's on our world comes out four days prior? <laughs> what's yes, your plan? And... <laughs> what's your plan? Well, <laughs> Like they were saying, like pretty much some people were saying in chat, all right, you got four days to play Monster Hunter World before you get to 4.2. Let's be honest, you have four days to play Monster <clears throat> Hunter World, we'll beat Sigma Escape Savage in a day or two, and then we're back to it, you know? Yeah. There you go. Right, right. I'm telling you right now, City is fucked. I'm not playing City until like mid-February. <laughs> <laughs> no way am I playing City in like the first two weeks. No fucking chance. And, and the funny thing about this, um, Yoshibi actually mentions it. Like, he's like, yeah, we know it's kind of close to Monster Hunter World. We, we respect them. We, we know it's going to be a good game. But you can play both. Yeah, they're like, it's put out by a great company from here in Japan. So we want you to enjoy both. You know what? I would love to enjoy both, too. Not fucking four days apart. <laughs> Damn it. <sighs> Damn it. Now, Sly, I'm going to present you with some other information regarding that release date. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you know what comes out two days later? 12. Final Fantasy 12 on PC. Zodiac Age. Sly. I have, there's another game release, though. That's nowhere near January 30th. So we should be in the clear on this one, right? Final Fantasy Logically. 15's PC version with the Royal Pack or the Royal Edition for consoles is out on March 6th. We're in the clear on that one, right? Right. Right. Okay. Sure. So... Oh, wait, when does Eureka come out? What's, like, the average amount of weeks between a major patch and the .5 patch? 
You want me to say five weeks, but I still don't believe this shit. So, I mean, you're on your own. Eureka is your Kingdom Hearts 3 at this point. It is, basically. It's your Kingdom Hearts. It's your Kingdom Hearts 3. Shit ain't coming out. So, five weeks is the average for that. So, let's see. January 30th is, you know, let's, let's actually, January 30th is like this is here because this is the first week. All right. Mm-hmm. So you have what? February 6th, 13th, 20th, 27th. And what's that? March 6th. See, Happy's all all mad and shit about this. I'm fine because I still don't believe it. But okay. Let's just say March 6th. <sighs> Can we just like have Square Enix just like at least have one guy who tells the other guy that they're releasing some shit around that time. Just be like, just like offset it by like a couple of days or something. Square Enix wants you to play all the things. Hi. Great. I want to play all the things too. Put them on different days. How about that? Yeah. So uh, the next thing is that the maintenance will be 24 hours, 2 a.m. to 2 a.m. So, hope you weren't planning on playing any 14 that day on the Monday because it won't be there. Just read patch notes over and over again. Hey, Master Hunter! Hey, I agree with you. All right. Um, they will wait for the maintenance details. Like, they'll probably be out like early next week or something like that. Mm. But we already know it'll start Monday, January 29th at 2 a.m., and the servers will be up Tuesday, January 30th at 2 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So. Please look forward to it. Official release date. Absolute shocker. And uh, please wait. Now, next we have what was actually my favorite part of the trailer. Why is that funny? The voice break? I just, (laughs) I want to make that like a sound. Like, I just need that sound clip without any music in the background. It was like, it was like something, something, my fury, children of man, and quell it! Except the voice breaks, but I can't, and quell it! <laughs> he like, he goes insane with the, with the, the yelling. Oh, oh man. man. Oh man. Just remember to quell it, as far as I'm quell concerned. It. Yeah. Um, so Jade Stoa, we got to see a little bit more of the white tiger that I was not entirely interested in prior to this, uh, to this trailer. Um... The Jade Stoa, we have the normal mode, we have the extreme mode. Uh, and as for what the extreme mode's going to do, again, no surprises. Weapon. Mount. Yeah. Um, hey, by the way, um, what did you think of the new Doggo? That's a, the best looking one. That's the best um, looking cat Doggo. It is a cat. Literally, it's like a, like a, ti- like a tiger design on a dog. It's a cat Doggo. Cat doggo, cat doggo. New he's going there. Be alone in the world with a little cat doggo. There you go. Um, yeah. And on top of that, they made specific mention that it will be harder than Susano and Lakshmi, specifically because they adjusted it based on the the average player's skill going up. Um, I agree. Sort of. Do you really? <laughs> That's what I ask you. Do you really? The uh, keep in mind that averages 
are subject to things called outliers. <laughs> and, uh, I think they included some when calculating this one. Let's just say this, your party finders that are random are not going to be better. That I will 100% confirm. But, <laughs> the but. groups that are organized are going to have a fine time. Yeah. AKA statics. Yeah, or if there's friends. It's friends. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes friends yeah. they just raid. Sometimes they just do stuff together. They don't it's on statics and different statics, you know. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um Shinryu, Shinryu he wouldn't comment on. He was like, some mechanics in Shinryu are like really easy, and some of them are like really annoying. He specifically mentioned the icicles in the back being something that like more players struggled with than they anticipated. Because people constantly forget them. Yeah, they're just like, guys, icicles behind you. <gasps> and then you're dead, pretty much. Yep. And that's it. Uh, what do you think? What do you think about uh, them bringing Biako at least up a little bit? It's not much. This, is, this sounds like Sophia. Like, I'd imagine I'd probably put it Sophia-ish, which is uh, which is which seems fine to me. Yeah, it seems fair. Uh, logically speaking, it had to go. The difficulty had to go up. Um, from a Shinryu standpoint... Like you said, a, a, a lot of random bugs are going to have a tough time. Uh, tough time, but like with a with a day one patch like this, I think give it about give it about three days to really settle down and everybody gets clears. And then, of course, well, give it the first, well, second day before you get the. Please watch a video. Please watch Mr. Happy Guy. You're giving it two whole days. That's going to happen in two whole fucking hours, Sly. <laughs> but who in their right mind would have the fucking video out on the first day? Wait. Never mind. I answer my own I question. Won't. <laughs> I won't. I'll be in Savage all day. You sure about that? I'll be in Savage you sure about that? Oh, yeah. That's right. You're going to be in Savage. I'll be in, in Savage London. Yeah. So, yeah. Second day would be long. Yeah. I, I mean, a, a, I might deviate like from Savage maybe to do a kill and then a kill video. But not a guide, per se. Guide will guide will probably be like a week out. That'll count towards the video. Like they won't even say watch a guide. They'll just say watch this video. Yeah, yeah. That's our community for you. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, guys. People blame me. They're like, how dare you put a video out like three days after? And I was like, hey, hey. At least it brought a shirt out of the situation. I watched a Mr. Happy Guide. Yeah. I need to make yeah. th I need to make that a shirt. <laughs> I really do. Like I have I got yeah. a gift as one at FanFest that said it's my first time, but I watched a Mr. Happy Guide. Shout out to Rosu. It's like <laughs> the problem is it's like a medium, and uh at the very best, I'm a I'm a medium well looking at me. So <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't exactly fit, but I love wow. the shirt. You know? Um yeah. so you know, it's uh sorry in advance. Um, they also commented to remind everyone that you don't need to beat Sigma Scape Savage to get into I'm sorry, you don't need to beat Delta Scape Savage to get into Sigma Scape Savage. All you have to do is beat Delta Scape Normal, beat Sigma Scape Normal, and then you can do Savage. Yeah, it was the same as Alexander, but it's a, just a reminder because some people Stormblood's the first time they're playing the game, they weren't around for all that, so uh, mm -hmm. it's understandable that not everyone would know that. On top of that, they handle launches differently. Expansion launch, we had two-week delay. Here, there's no two-week delay. Savage and Normal are out on the same day. 
Um, and that was the same for 3.2 and 3.4 for Alexander. It'll probably be the same for mm-hmm. 4.4 as well for this going forward. So uh, just retain that. And then later you'll be like, oh, watch, it's going to be exactly like I predicted. And you'll be right. And you can have Jesus all over the place. Now, um, they showed off that mount, but they showed off another mount too. The Death Claw. Yeah. Now, as a Lalafell who just got my Corpacur, I'm both excited and sad. Because that means that I have to rotate between the two of them. But I'm, I'm more excited that this is the first thing they're adding to achievement points since implementing the previous system that replaced the veteran system with achievement points. <laughs> so, are, is this? do you think that's a good sign going forward that instead of, like, because this very easily, this could have been in a dungeon, this could have been thrown on the, the cash shop. They could It's a yep. fun little mount they could have done a number of things with, but they threw it into a system that is new and untested and they don't really know the popularity of it because there's not enough to gauge yet. It's a good way to test it, I feel like. So yeah, I'm all for it. Like it, it's a sign of it's a sign of things to come. Now, whether or not it'll be good, that, who's to say now? But uh, I'm for it. I'm for them, you know, kind of testing the waters with this, um, with them implementing the system. How do you think it's going to look holding up Rogan? Do you think the Rogan is going to be on the back, or do you actually think it's Ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I think um, yeah, I think it might be like it might it might differ. Like imagine a claw trying to trying to hold up a Roganin like that. No, he's I'd imagine he'd have to fly like this. Mm -hmm. Because there's no way. (laughs) It's kinda it's kinda like one of those one of those additions where like you have your minions and you're a Lalafell and you have certain minions who will sit on top of the Lalafell's head and not like a normal hero or yeah, any normal size race. Um yeah, I think it'll differ between the races. I'd like to imagine that it's the same exact thing. It holds the Rogan in, but it struggles more. It's like... <laughs> oh, man. Hey, at least that thing is metal as fuck, because it's like this when it's holding the Lalafell. That's yeah. all I gotta say. Get some uh, get some metal emotes in the chat, please, for Xeno. Uh, so... That's so why we have that. Um, they also said they're going to be doing a pretty big overhaul of the achievement system going forward. That's not in the official notes. It's in the unofficial notes. Um, new mm-hmm. achievements, the way that achievements work in general, um, and the way this achievement point system works. They're all going to be seeing adjustments after sometime after 4.2. Um, are there any fun achievements that you think they might actually get right? Or are we just are still looking at tons of grind? Grindy modes. Grind. No, no fun dungeon achievements like we were thinking of. Like we been talking about for quite some time even though i really wish they would go ahead and implement those like do something completely different in the dungeon or within a raid kind of like what we see in the ff logs we were talking about a few weeks ago okay well, so no, nothing like that okay. not yet yeah yeah I, I i want them i want fun achievements i'm just not optimistic fights are just designed to be so tight like in the way they're approached that i don't feel like there's enough room for weird things like that personally um, speed kills maybe, but even then the speed, speed kills, kills yeah. probably wouldn't be like putting you up against other people's times. It's more likely just clear it under this time, and people do that with item level anyway. So um in theory. But do you think that would be easy to program, you know, program into an achievement, something like um I forget what the name of the uh O one is called in FF logs. What was it called? Oh, I don't remember what it's called, but yeah, I know your idea because yeah. we went over it last week. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think I think the main problem they said they had was they didn't have a way of checking that you had fulfilled that specific certain of a things. Condition. Yeah. So yeah. 
I mean, here's the thing, though. If this is their chance to implement a means of tracking something as specific as that, that's good mm -hmm. because that leaves room for the future. That's something that I feel is worth developing because achievement hunting is something a lot of people do in just light. Like, I mean, it's just a gaming thing. Like, there are people who have hundreds of thousands of gamer score on Xbox. You know, there's people that collect trophies on PS4. There's people still waiting for more trophies on PS4 for Final Fantasy XIV, by the way. They've been waiting for years. Like, people just... It's nice to have a goal. And if you create these really, like, obscure goals, it's good to have the grindy mm -hmm. ones, but also just having ones that are, like, really weird or specific in a way, then uh, it people will take... It's content to some people. And it's content that you don't actually have to develop. It's content you just have to label, hey, you know, go try and do this. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's it. And it's just, it's just easy. It's not easy, but, you know, it's, it's easier than making a bunch of stuff from scratch, at the very least. Mm. So, uh, fingers crossed that achievement thing ends up working out all the adjustments that it's going to be getting. But speaking of adjustments, Sly, job adjustments. Yay. So, so first. Yeah, you want to run down the list of people who are jobs that aren't getting adjustments first? Dragoon. Mm -hmm. Thank fucking Christ. If you got anything else, I was... Gonna, You're gonna lose your shit. I was gonna you? fly to North Carolina myself and like and just find you and blame you. Um, <sighs> just not seeing any adjustments, which people were mm -hmm. really upset about. I don't know why. And we have this conversation like, every week, Sly. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get it. It is what it is, it. man. Samurai people are also upset with seeing no adjustments. That I do understand that. Yeah, it was kind of that. I really that. understand, especially when we talk about one of the other ones here. Um, what's another one? Bard, nothing. I think that's fair. I think Bard is actually perfect. Don't touch it. The only things you could do are like make the songs affect themselves, and I don't think they need it. I think they just function so well as they are now. Mm -hmm. Red Mage, nothing. Nothing that I kind of get, although I could understand why Red Mages in particular would have liked something. Just because as much as, you know, that chain res thing's really cool, they're not mm -hmm. really digging what they got anymore. Like, red mages are kind of uh, kind of bored a little bit. Yeah. And I, you know what the big thing for me with red mages? I don't, I just realized, I don't know where they take it in 5.0. I don't know how that job gets, like, adjustments or new abilities in 5.0. It just... Overhaul? Yeah. That's, I mean, the, only, that's the only thing I can see. Something, something's like going to change overhaul. big time with that job in 5.0. I don't know. I feel it, but... I kind of um, feel the same way about Samurai in that regard. I do, too. I feel like both these jobs were, like... They were just in just the right spot when the expansion launched. Like, they nailed it. Mm. But then you fucking Dragoons started complaining about shit y'all didn't need to complain about. You were fine after the first buff. Then y'all started... I was fine after the first buff. More I and more complaining. and more I stopped more complaining more. after that. I stopped complaining. I didn't ask for the rest of that shit. I accepted it, but I didn't you know, complain and, you know, ask for it. Black mages so. and summoners were complaining, 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 and summoners had Black mages had them. a good fucking reason, so you can't really be mad at that. They didn't even Come give on. them that much. I mean, they, they gave True. them something big, but all they keep doing is number adjustments to black mages. Black mages aren't asking for number adjustments. Unless it's right. that they have, like, an insane amount of spell speed off the top, which I, I agree with a potency drop and a spell speed increase, so their fire fours are the same as their global cooldown. 100% agree mm -hmm. with that as a suggested change. Summoners, the one thing I understood is being punished on death. All the other shit, fuck it. 
Yeah. That's it. That's it. Um, but y'all dragoons got overbuffed to fuck. All right, and it threw mm-hmm. everything out of balance because now y'all are overfucked. Everyone's looking at Bard and Machinist and Dragoon again and looking at that Holy Trinity, and they're like, "What's a caster?" And then they, and then Summoner got changes, so they're good for everything now. And meanwhile, Red Mage Monk are just like, "Hey, I buff physical damage, guys. Don't you want that?" <laughs> and they're just like, "Yeah, hey Ninja." What damage do you buff? <laughs> All of it? Cool! <sighs> Motherfuckers. When are they going to learn that specific damage types are just not what people look at? That's it. That's all That's that's all there is to it. So those are the jobs that aren't getting adjustments. Right. Right? Paladin. Damage output being adjusted. It was a bit too high in, in it was work. it was insane. For what they were doing, the fact that they were also as high as they were, I agree, was ridiculous. Mm. And I don't think paladins need that DPS to be valuable to the group. I think for speed kills, right. maybe this pulls them out. I mean it does if their DPS is lower than Warrior and Dark Knight. But mm. like Paladin's still insane. I can't imagine doing like fresh prog without wings, without divine veil, without, you know, abusing Same. shit like hollowed and tempered will and cover. Like I could just think of so many times where every kit, the uh, every tool in a palance kit has just just carried so hard. Yeah, I feel I kind of feel like Paladin is in the same realm as kind of like a ninja in terms of DPS. You like ninja is so ridiculous in what it brings to the table. You kind, it's kind of necessary in terms of things like you know enmity and shit. Like you want that, and I feel the same way with paladin when it comes to you know damage and then wings and everything you just said. Like like every, I feel I feel a little bit naked in a run without a paladin. Oh yeah, every time. Yeah. Oh yeah, I am still concerned. We all know the hit hard mentality is a big one. Trust me, I'm a monk. I may hit hard, but I, you guys don't hit as hard with me, so. We. You know. <laughs> now, Wee. one thing that's interesting is in the actual adjust in the actual job adjustment section, they've changed the translation here a bunch, like on the official one. When it mm-hmm. first happened, it said specifically Shield Swipe and, Ho- and Holy Spirit were having their potencies brought down. It doesn't say that anymore. It then said it again, and it now doesn't say it again. So, I don't know. I'm just going to assume Shield Swipe and Holy Spirit are getting potency nerfs. That's it. That's all it is. Yeah. For Warrior and Dark Knight, DPS for both of them is going up. That's crazy. Dark Knight, I kind of understand. Warrior, Warrior, for me, it was more important the other changes they made, less so that their DPS was going up. I don't know if they mean, like, the ceiling of their DPS is going up. Or, or the, overall, the expected DPS, like the devs expected, like average is going up. I think they mm-hmm. mean the ceiling, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, for warriors, they're giving them the dragoon treatment. We're gonna take some. Pa- so this will sound familiar. Remember a certain time where they're like, we're gonna nerf heavy thrust. We're gonna and then buff the combo, buff everything else. Yeah, storm's eye nerf the effect, increase the potency of everything else. 
If you haven't played Warrior in a while, Storm's Eye is no longer the slashing debuff. It's what used to be the old main buff. So, yeah. That's, to, that's supposed to be to make it better for players that are less skilled. So they can, like, pull off higher numbers without actually, like, changing anything or, or punishing mm-hmm. mistakes as much. Um, they also, and I think the thing that they should have detailed more is the thing they did. a release in Berserk. I don't know what they did with Berserk. I was fine with mm-hmm. Berserk. Inner release was where if you screwed up, you lost like hundreds upon hundreds of DPS. So that's the big one to watch when the patch notes actually come around. You said inner release or inner beast? Inner release. Inner beast is the okay. it, nobody. It, no one's in fucking tank stance anymore. Who cares about inner beast? Yeah, so I see the system system changes on berserk and inner beast. It says I have oh refresh it. It might say inner. They it said inner beast on the official forums for a while. It says inner release now. No, I'm looking at the uh, Discord. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They no, oh, so they might not have fixed everything. Yeah, inner release, inner yeah. release. Um, I like how they talk about like some of those warrior changes. Like, yeah, they'll do this and that. We're not going to go too specific. Dark Knight, they said, increase their usability. Now, when the community hears that, the community goes so from like a zero to a one, or like, what's what do you mean by that? It's like, what do you think they mean by usability? Honestly, I couldn't tell you. I don't know where they're going with this. Like, Dark Knights are easy right now. I I don't get it. So worth mentioning that in Japan, Inner Release is called Inner Beast. (laughs) So hence the translation, translation error. Gotcha. So for Dark Knight, there are three things that come to mind with usability. Dark Mind only works on magic damage currently. So its usability Mm -hmm. is limited. Um, Passenger? Passenger is very limited in terms of when it's it's best to use or when it's like okay mm-hmm. to use. And uh Blackest Night is the other one where it's not like you can't use it all the time. Like it's something that, you know, it's it's MP gated, provides blood. Um but I think in terms of how punishing it is to your offense to use, you're basically mm-hmm. it's a lot to to a lot of Dark Knights, choosing to use Blackest Night is the equivalent of choosing to turn on or off grit. Like, it's that kind of, like, hey, I really don't want to give up that that kind of resource. So, um, TBN is another one that's, like, really high on my list for that. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a few other things, but those those are the three big ones that uh, that pop up. And uh, I'm curious to see what it is. Uh, if it's more MP generation, if it's less MP cost. Uh, I think Dark Passenger, they could just do it with a flat MP reduction uh, in terms of mm-hmm. how much it costs. Uh, for Mind, I don't know. Do you just make that? all damage cooldown because they already have two and i don't know that kind of kind of seems kind of weird i don't see it's weird i just I, they'd be the only job to have three which would be something well three with the roll action because rampart yeah which stands out ish you know um i don't think they take that approach though I'm, i don't believe they will mm. so never say never never say all right beaver um he ruined that phrase for me but anyway yeah, uh, that's something we need the patch notes for. And luckily, we have an entire show for that next week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we move on to range DPS. Okay. Walk me through this one, please. Why the was potency, this necessary? The, the potency of hypercharge has been decreased. What? Why was this? Even, like, when you look at it at first, when I saw it in the uh, Discord, about 1%. So you don't know what's funny. Why about was that? this necessary? Didn't they give hyper, didn't they give hypercharge one percent a while back, and everyone laughed? And they're, and they're taking it away. And now they're taking it away again. I'm pretty sure that's that's the story here. 
I don't get it. This, you know what this reminds it. me of? This reminds me of a meme in League of Legends I haven't heard in years called Five mm-hmm. A called Five AD okay. or Five Armor. It's like one of the two. Five. There's there's so many like where it's like so like it looks so inconsequential, but the number just so functionally adds up mm-hmm. that it makes sense. Yeah. So hypercharge was six percent. Now five percent went from five to eight. Now it's seven. As far as I'm considered, started from the bottom. Now we're here because I don't fucking. Know. There's, there's just so many small numbers going around here at this point. Yeah, I mean the type of thing isn't going to make or break the job. I mean, it's I a one percent adds it, up. You got to understand. It looks it like adds 1%. up, but it's not that deep. It's really not that deep. It's not, which is why people shouldn't look at that. And go, what the fuck? It's like, well, they had you had the one percent before, and I'm going what the, the fuck because. <laughs> Exactly. That's why I'm going. What the fuck? Like it's. I feel like it was an unnecessary change. They, um, machinists should have been one of those jobs listed that had no changes. It should have been amongst one of those jobs. So I don't know because I don't like the way machinist plays, but I kind of like the strength level it's at right now. Um, yeah. That being said, for being a ranged physical DPS, it is in like hypercharge itself is ridiculous. It is. Like, I think that's the point. Is that hypercharge was ridiculous? Machinist, in a nutshell, everything looks nice and neat and tidy, but hypercharge, mm-hmm. nuts. It I still think it was in a in a good place. Though. I think I think that to make people even put, with that ridiculous damage of hypercharge, I think it was in a good. Place. I I think that considering how fucking awful I think it feels to play machinist, I think they deserved it the one percent. Um, but I do under I I get it. Like it seems super it, like meaningless, but it's not. Hypercharge is a massive amount of contribution, and even and shedding a percent off of it is just just that little fine tuning that they need to do just to get it into what they consider the per- the bard spot. Because machinist, I would say outside of you know, hypercharge, I, yeah. I value more than than like the bard, the two percent bard song all the time, or or battle voice mm-hmm. or troubadour or stuff. Like hypercharge is just so much, and it's reliable no matter whether or not I crit. That's why you take the bard and the machinist together, because you throw them both together, and, and it's insane. Do. I think we this do. just brings it right back down to just right where bard is sitting, or right near it, without pushing it just a little, little too far, a little too far this way. But wasn't that the problem uh, originally when they were when they were at that level? They really weren't at that level. Like Bard was a little bit over machinist. That was in and, yeah, in Heaven's Word it was fucking stupid. Yeah. Bard was just they were just stupid, period. Like that was just insane. Mm-hmm. But I like where it is now. I just I like it. I like it, I like it, I like it. Um I like it after the one percent, like before the one percent. And uh there's also the thing that's not mentioned here is that they said machinists would get potency buffs to compensate. It's not mentioned here, but it's mentioned in the unofficial. I'll take it. Yeah. That's a good trade. Like, yes, and we didn't go over that, but yeah, that's a good trade. Still still unnecessary, but good trade. So it just makes it even stronger. It almost sounds I, I like it. it almost sounds to me like another one of the Dragoon style changes where hypercharge mm-hmm. technically hotshot would be the way to make that same change, but um they want 
machinists that like i don't know maybe aren't as smart about it to at least have like a little bit of personal output that's higher and stuff like that so you know Mm -hmm. um then we get black mage sorry so can you really say sorry i mean not it's not a complete i'll say this it's not a complete loss no, it's it's not a loss. It, at all. It's a it's, it's a it's a small win. Yeah, it's a small gain. It's it's gains, man. It's gains. There you go. Gains. Bounty of Fire Four will be increased. First of all, they're already you're already blowing suns up in people's faces. Yeah. Now those suns are stronger. What can you really say? The proctoration of thunder of uh, thundercloud and fire three will be extended. Now, from what we understand, they're each being extended by six seconds. By six seconds. Meaning that they now intend you to use these strictly for movement. You need to move in the next 16 seconds and you have a proc. They want you considering saving that proc if you were going to use it otherwise. Or, I mean, let's be honest, like Black Mages use sharp cast fire to get a fire three for a certain part of the rotation. And then mm-hmm. some of the, there's options to use Thundercloud, like depending on the fight, but. Um, a lot of people, a lot of black mages, you know, they don't see, they don't see, it's not like, it's not like 2.0. They don't see the insane number of procs anymore. And even when they do, they can't right. spam thundercloud procs like they used to be able to. So um, I guess it kind of makes sense to hold it for that. I still am a fan of a really old suggestion of making it so when you get thundercloud and you cast the thunder under thundercloud, it extends astral fire or umbral ice by three seconds or by mm-hmm. the, the cast time, I guess, or the recast time of the GCD. Um, mm-hmm. That way you're not punished for uh trying to squeeze in a proc as long as it's a dps increase or something like that you know right and then you have the recast time of ethereal manipulation being decreased to 10 to 10 seconds yes not by 10 seconds to 10 seconds seconds. that's a lot of teleporting black mage is the teleport mage now i mean does this really enhance the mobility so it does does also the recast time for transpose has been decreased to eight seconds yeah, to eight seconds um i don't think black mages wanted any of this no they want no except for fire four fire four and ethereum manipulation they definitely wanted but this isn't what it sounded like it was the solution for abby what was what was the major issue for black they didn't do anything. If you, if you, if you. <laughs> I mean, that's what Black Mages tell me. They're like, yeah, we kind of just don't do anything. Like, I, they'll be like, I love playing it, but fuck it, I'm going Summoner because they do things. <laughs> so I'm just regurgitating. Well, you're not wrong. They don't, you're, you're not wrong in that regard. They don't but... do anything. <laughs> what? Say it. I, I just feel like there's a there's a bigger issue than and that. what is it sly no, no say it say it because they're gonna have to say it again soon it's the same thing that i'm about to bring up for a different job they don't really bring anything to the table they don't do anything That's- Pretty much. They don't bring anything to the table. They bring APOC. No, they don't. They used to. 
<laughs> now they do, yeah. they still do, but no one cares because all the ca- casters can bring APOC. And see, like before I even said that, I'm like trying to think, like, well, no, yeah, they really don't bring anything. To no. Them. Yeah, I was I was really racking my head and like I was trying to get you know what you know what Sly we're actually we're kind of overlooking the very important bind on freeze. They bring that. Just go ahead and say they don't bring anything. Just go ahead and say it again. They bring the slow on Blizzard 1. Just say they don't bring anything. They bring... Sleep? Alright, yeah. See, everyone was just looking past that like it didn't exist. But being the mental genius that I am... I dissected their true intent. So some Bliss, Bliss one doesn't even slow <laughs> Bliss one doesn't even slow anymore. <laughs> Forgot they lost that. So we can really say they don't bring anything. <laughs> okay. All right. So Sumner. Oh, that's why Black Mage is not fucking useful, is because of that job. <laughs> <laughs> Summoner is ridiculous right now. They went from being like they yeah. they went from everyone looking at them being, oh man, that's way too complicated to do that much damage. To you know what? It might be complicated, but I'm gonna fucking learn yeah, it's it. It's worth it. I'm gonna it's fucking it. learn it. Hell yeah. They're getting their AoE potency brought down, and there was mention of Dreadworm Trance. I mean it's cooldown reduced, which isn't that big a deal because it's still gated by Yeah, quick side note. You said AoE. Reduced. Uh, being reduced. So the Aquaman being increased thing is not there. Yeah, single single um I refuse indeed. to be- I I refuse to believe that's prop. Oh yeah, single target DPS will remain the same. Yeah. Yeah. Because there no, was no, originally no. It might be the... buffed. Might be buffed. No. Uh look at the Discord. I know what the Discord says. Tell me what Yoshida said. <laughs> Unofficial. I yeah. still believe it. I still believe it. Yeah. Yeah. So Potency of area effect attacks decrease. Yeah. Simple as that. Um, still gonna rock it? That's it? Yeah. That's it? People still gonna rock it because Black Mage is Samurai Casters and Summoners the Ninja of Casters. Minus the Shade Walker. Like, that's just, that's just how it is. That's just how it Pretty is, much. man. And we get to melee So defense. happy. So happy. How you feeling? How you feeling? So, remember when I said they didn't adjust three of the melees and I left one out? Yeah. My, my good old buddy, Muck. So, we gonna play that ninja happy? I straight up told my group, listen, if we don't need enmity swaps, I'm going Muck. Like, if, <laughs> if, we, if, if there's a really good reason for me to have an enmity swap, then, like, like or, or, or enmity control of some kind, then... Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll 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 go i i i'm i'm getting practiced on ninja i've at least gone through most of nail on ninja at mm-hmm. this point um mm-hmm. not as good as my monk not even remotely close to as good as my monk but still wind tackle now applies grease lightning that's the biggest one people have a lot of questions about mm-hmm. because wind tackle currently is two tackles so People want to know if it's the riddle of wind effect, which only tro- which only procs once, if that gives you the stack, or if each of the tackles gives you a stack. I think it's one stack. I think no matter how they do this, it's one stack coming from the wind tackle. Um, which is all which is still actually a huge deal. That that's one OGCD that cuts three GCDs worth of work down. 
outside of a perfect balance. Mm-hmm. So that's like, that's really good. Imagine just doing win tackle demolish your two stacks. That's it. That's great. That's fine. And then you're just immediately in fire. You just immediately go back to fire right after. Like if it's if it was two stacks, it'd be busted. Like I actually think Monk would be the most like OP melee outside of trick attack and and enmity reductions at that point. Like in terms of personal mm-hmm. outputs, that would be fucking stupid. If they it's do it, I love it, but. <laughs> And speaking of enmity reductions, did we talk about the uh, change to the version? No, that's at the bottom of the of oh. this thing that we're doing here. Okay. Um, Brotherhood's effect now applies to the monk as well. Congratulations! I didn't expect it. I didn't think we were. Ever, I don't think we were ever going to get it. I thought you would get it, well, not this soon though. Like I was thinking, maybe somewhere after Sigma Escape. But not the same. Man. We can generate our... So that means 50% on crit and 30% on weapon skill during Brotherhood for ourselves as well. On top of what I'd assume the 5% damage buff that it gives. I'd assume we got that. It says Brotherhood's effect, which is 5% damage and 30% chance to open a chakra per physical weapon skill. Hmm. God damn. We are sitting really pretty right now. The next two recast time for Mantra. Now, Mantra has been a lot more valuable now than it was in the past. I remember when we would meme on Monk and be like, they bring Mantra for the damage you're not taking. Now it's like, yo, Almagest, <laughs> hello. No, I would like, no, I I didn't see that many people memeing about it, but we had a, like, in, especially in um, A12, we had a healer who kind of depended on it. And she would just be passive aggressive, and whenever she didn't get it, she would say, "I remember when I used to get mantra." You had like almost like a Joker, like a Mark Hamill Joker going on there, but not really. No, that's really. <laughs> oh, I remember when I had mantra. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, so that's passive aggressive as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But... I do it all the time. You should know that. Um, yeah, so Mantra is a lot more, it's valued a lot more now than it used to be. So that's yeah, good. Definitely. Um, and yeah. Perfect Balance having its, its cooldown decreased, it opens up a, it opens up room for a lot of, a lot of things. More burst, win, more, more burst windows is the first one. Mm-hmm. With Wind Tackle, it opens up the possibility of not, we need to do math on it. We need to see all the patch notes. It opens up the possibility of, um, not opening with perfect bounce when a boss comes back down. Um, or even if you do, using most of those GCDs on, or using more of them on, like, True Strikes, for example. Mm-hmm. So, overall, everything here is great. There's one problem. Which is? Sorry, Samurai. Monk was already near equal to Samurai before these changes. Is it, is that, do you really classify that as a problem? Yeah, because you know what Samurai's entire shtick is? I do lots of damage! Now? Now, I, as a monk, should likely be classified as a higher average output than a Samurai. That's a problem. And you know what? We already already knew this problem existed. It didn't exist right when the patch came out. 
when 4.0 first launched, Samurai was in a reasonable spot. Really compared. reasonable. Reasonable. Really? No, reasonable. Yeah, it was a few hundred above, considering things like Trick Attack Brotherhood. That was reasonable. Mm -hmm. That was more than serviceable. It made perfect sense. That was what they said they were going for. Then they were like, hey, Dragoons, fuck you. Here, have everything. And then it started the train of everyone else wanting that shit. Remember, a lot of that shit I didn't ask for. <laughs> but, you're still, but you're still playing it. I, so. I'm still playing it. But a lot of that shit so I didn't I'm, ask I'm, for. I'm even though, even though we there. got it, I'm happy. I'm happy. I know you're happy. I trust yeah. me. I don't didn't expect you to be unhappy. Yeah. Samurai could use some love. That's it. That's I was kind of disappointed that they Yeah, that's again, I was kind of disappointed that they didn't get that love. Especially after hearing about the monk changes. Like and they, for them to say samurai's not getting anything and then to say the monk changes. I'm like, do you really want to walk back on this? Like, I'm going to give you a chance to walk back. No, no. Samurai. Sorry. Give them buffs. Either give them, but now with especially one of the things we're going to mention here in a few seconds. Mm -hmm. Buffs. Fuck it. How, how soon? The so the problem see? is if you keep giving them buffs, you, start have to, you have to start scaling enemy HP a little bit more because this is where our <sighs> numbers are starting. All the other jobs numbers have gone up to the point where now increasing samurai starts to get a bit iffy in terms of like the out actual output by comparison but i am still just in the belief that something samurai needs an adjustment when do they get that adjustment who That's fucking cool. knows paladin waited a whole fucking expansion who knows how long samurai will wait i say soon i say really really soon i'll cross my fingers for samurai they deserve it i'll even I'll go further to say 4.25 this had like they couldn't have overlooked. Uh, well, they could. Why you can't they, say samurai changes are coming at four point two five, but still throw Eureka out of the fucking goddamn mix. It took them a whole expansion to do paladin changes. Two years, and you think all of a sudden in five weeks they're gonna have this shit fixed? Not fixed. A a band aid. I'm done with you. I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic about that, but not Eureka. I'm done with which, you. Which sounds so, so awful. I'm I know. Done. I'm done with you. I'm just so done with you. There were no samurai changes in the trailer, okay? All okay. Right. All, right. All right. So, healers will have some adjustments to their usability. And uh, specifically with Scholar, XCOG, if, it, if the effect doesn't trigger in the 45 seconds, it'll still blow up and heal you. So even if you misuse it, it still at least does something, which is good. Nope, I have no problem. Cool. Right. Good. Now I get to be less scrub on Scholar, pretty much. And then my winner. Diversion will be adjusted to further reduce enmity generation and have its duration increased. Slide, what do the numbers look like? What's that? Sly, what do the numbers look like? I, I don't know what that is. Happy, I don't know what this is. Sly, what do the numbers look like? How can I know the numbers when I don't know what this does? 
Diversion is being buffed from 50% to 90%. And from 15 seconds to 30 seconds. Which covers an entire potion in the opener. That okay. Monk Samurai okay. enmity issues. Gone. Gone. Okay. Just gone entirely. Yeah. It's like enmity yeah. doesn't exist again for us. At the very least, for, for melees. For anyone who has diversion. Yeah, slide. Yeah, oh, that's right. You don't need diversion because your DPS is your DPS sucks. That's right. I forgot. I shouldn't have I shouldn't have asked you for that. Nice one. Well, when you start the fight with yeah. a lucid jump, it sure does fuck doesn't reduce your enmity then. Anyway. No. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a gap closer. Come on. I'm not even trying to reduce any enmity. Plus I'm giving I'm giving I'm giving the uh machinist the uh tether anyway so it's not me what does that have anything to do with you not using what does any of that have anything to do with you not using diversion so i'm not the one pulling aggro it's the machinist gee i wonder why (laughs) (laughs) maybe your machinist also just not using his fucking tactician and refreshes though so who the i don't know because that also sounds like a different thing altogether and those are that's it for job changes so good luck, Samurais. Good luck. And Black Mages, enjoy your changes. At least you got something. Black Mage is going to have DPS Samurai at this rate. Like, Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's, yeah, I'm just saying. The next little bit of information. I was saying, do we want to bring the meme back of a Chocobo could out, out DPS Samurai? Because they could outheal a Scholar back in the day? Yo, my Chocobo is fucking, dude, I was doing some shit with him today. He crit for like 11k on a Chocobo. I was like, Damn. Oof. Damn. Ooh. I was Sexy. a white mage doing a hunt, and I still let him do all the work on healing people. <laughs> like, Dala, you the man. Oh, man. All right. So, memes. Memes. Moving on. Elemental properties. Remove from gear and materia. Good. Elemental materials, world. Materials, it says, will no longer be obtainable from quest rewards when converting gear to materia. Consumables that provide elemental modifiers will be changed and or no longer available. So it's another relic you, from 1.0. Another one bites the dust. Do you think this came from uh, the beginning of Ultimate where people were like... No, I think it came from that- four years of being fucking waste a fucking waste of time, Sly. Four and a half years of being a fucking waste of time is where I think it came from. (laughs) Yeah, that too, but the rumor that people were using elemental materia to try to get through certain mechanics. I don't know if you remember that. Trust me, I I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Another relic of 1.0, gone. But they're simplifying the stats. Alright, no, shut up. Anyway. But, they're not gone all the way, Sly. Not all the way. Mm-hmm. Also, as a reminder for gatherers, your conditions, those are being adjusted. Since those won't since there are no elemental properties, you can't have the bonuses. So okay. Eureka. We're planning to make use of elementals in Eureka Animos coming in 4.25. Doesn't say aiming, doesn't say trying. It says coming. It's coming all over you, Sly! Like a Mara statue. The fuck? 
Go ahead. All right. So in Eureka, <laughs> there is a leveling system known as Elemental Level, and everyone levels this. It uses a unique system referred to as the Magia Board, and players will place Magicite into the board to strengthen elemental properties. Players will adjust their offensive and defensive elemental properties against monsters. That is the most information we've seen about Eureka in fucking... Ever? Ever. <laughs> we now have an idea of how the elemental system works. And that it is, you are going to want to be balancing your elemental affinities when going up against certain enemies to make them easier or uh, do more damage to them. So... That is exactly how people want to see elemental properties used. It's just only in Eureka. And that's it. I'm excited. Experience points you gain, you'll keep them. It's like Palace of the Dead. When you leave and come back, they're still there for you. But when your elemental level is higher than six, you may lose some experience points upon death. I think this gets adjusted. They actually said when they revealed that during a live letter that they may not do it. Yeah. I think this gets removed completely. I am... I don't care and, whether or not it does. By the way, it specifically mm -hmm. only cuts your EXP if you're not raised by the spell. If you're raised by the spell, you keep it. So, that's another thing to keep. That way, it's not like if I die ten times in a fight, I lose, like, I lose experience points ten times. In a fight. Um, we also don't know what the max elemental levels are. We don't know if it's 9. We don't know if it's like 100. So we don't know what level 6 is comparatively to everything else. Um, but mm -hmm. it's it's being considered as a death penalty. I'm okay with keeping it. And if it doesn't work out, getting rid of it. That I'm, that I'm, that I'm okay with. Just to see. I'd rather, them get, I'd rather them scrap it. They got a month to see how this works. And if it if it seems, seems iffy, I'd rather them scrap it before. You know, we complain about it and then having to get rid of it later. Like, even 11 really doesn't lose you much experience points nowadays. It's right. like nothing. And you get, like, like thousands upon thousands of experience points per kill. So even if you did die, it wouldn't matter. So the fact that it's a potential property here is a bit surprising when the old school MMO people would likely be referring to when in conjunction with that is 11 doesn't even mm -hmm. use it that much anymore is a little weird. But I'm, I'm okay with the idea of letting it go out. And if people say, hey, we don't like it, get it out of there. That's a proper... Or, you know, there's... Oh, actually, so I had a way better idea than that, actually. Okay. What you can do, right, is there's these things that other games use called test realms, right? And it's where players have the ability to try something before it releases to the masses and provide feedback go. on it so it doesn't release in an embarrassing state. I know it's. I don't know if we have the technology for it yet, but have you know those things? You know that that little Test bit, realms? little bitty list of that of things that we're never getting that we just keep adding on to. It's kind of on that list, man. I don't know. I I think the only reason it's on that list is because the technology doesn't exist. That's what I think, at the very least. But you know, what do I know? I'm just I just play I just play games. I don't I don't make them. So well I don't know anything. But anyway, um, also it can be played with anywhere from one to eight people. It is more designed for four to eight people. But like Palace of the Dead, if you're feeling brave, 
You can solo it. By the way, Palace of the Dead was finally soloed. Completely to completion. Floor 200 by a Red Mage in Japan. That Red Mage has also cleared ultimate, so you know he's a good guy. Or she is a, a wonderful woman. One of the two. Either. Either or. Don't know anything about this person. So, cover. Not going to assume genders here, Sly. No way. That would be bad. There you go. So, uh, congratulations. The person who soloed that. Just wanted to throw that out there. As a little, uh, as a little shout out. Okay. By the way, please note that these terms are subject to change. We'll cover more details on Eureka Anos in the next letter from the producer like on February 10th, because, and I quote, we're planning to make use of elementals in Eureka Animos coming in 4.25. Coming. <laughs> hey, thumbs up me all you want. Mm -hmm. Housing! So, yeah, housing. Uh, of course, we're getting the um, additional wards, six additional wards. I believe it's like 1,600 area. houses total mm -hmm. per server. Pretty good. A lot of houses. Is that all? And they'll be added a week after 4.2. So one week later. So It's good. So you don't have to compete with people logging in for like world first and shit. Okay. Right. Good. Right. What else? The requirements. In order to allow free companies without housing to purchase a plot, we'll apply the following conditions. Plot. Plots designated for free companies Free company use will be limited to purchases by free companies with at least four members. You're required to have four members form a free company. So yeah, okay. It's the same thing. Individuals, again. yeah, pretty much. Individuals will, will be restricted from purchasing plots for personal use for a limited time. You'll still be able to relocate. We'll be observing the situation and remove this restriction later. When new plots are added in the future, we'll apply the same measures. So FCs have t have priority over individuals for an unspecified amount of time. And you can't make a one-person FC and has to have at least four people. We, we've kind of spoken about this when housing has been mentioned. Um, in regards to the whole FC versus personal housing. Boy, how do you feel about them putting one over, over the other? I think at this point, you might as well just admit you should have separated the two. That you fucked up. You fucked up. You put them both in the same wards. And this mm -hmm. is, to me, this is living, breathing proof. That's it. That's all there is to it. And you know what? They're trying to add these restrictions onto these free companies that have four members. You know what? I know people that have alternate accounts. They don't just have alternate characters. They have alternate accounts, which is which will be a factor in the next change. I know people who make free companies with friends for the sake of getting leveling free companies and buying houses and like this it it fixes some of it but there are absolutely still people with means around a system like this and you know what to be fair if you're going through that much effort to pay for a second fucking service account you know mm -hmm. what i honestly i can't fight you at that point but you know it's it's something it's still something will there be 1600 free companies pop up before individuals get their go on Balmung. Just Balmung? Just Balmung. I don't think Gilgamesh. I don't think Leviathan. I think just Balmung. Fair point. So, but otherwise, a uh, good thing. The big one for me is players will be permitted to only own one private and one free company estate per world. Per world service account. Per service account. So both. So if you have one service account and you have a 
eight different characters on eight different servers, you can own eight different houses. And you can own one private, one free company on those eight different servers. But if you have one, if you just play on one server mostly and you want to have multiple houses in the future, then uh, you won't be able to do that. There's one problem with this. What's that? It's not retroactive. If you already breach these conditions, there's no mention of any means of forcing a relinquishment of said owned places. So, for example, there's an, there's servers with an entire ward owned by one dude. One person. That dude is likely to still keep that ward. And on top of that, that guy probably, I think that guy does have multiple accounts. Still. Is his name Ash? No, I don't think it is. <laughs> okay, okay. Just want to be sure. Um, now, the other thing that's worth mentioning is that if you are in a free company on one character, but you do not own the free company estate, you're still flagged as unable to buy a free company estate on that server. So, for example, let's say I'm in Elysium, right? You're mm -hmm. in Sly's Fox. Let's say you did you weren't the the technical deed owner for uh the fox for the foxhole, right? Okay. So you're in someone else's you're in this the foxhole free company, you go, you know what? I, I wanna I'm gonna make a different free company on a different character on the server, and I you know what I want a house for that free company. You can't buy it. You can't be the deed owner. Somebody in your free company who doesn't who isn't in a uh, an FC on another character on that server mm -hmm. has to be the deed owner. Um, it's same with personal housing. Uh, you can't uh, you can't own more than one house per server per account. If you have multiple accounts, they're not going to stop you. So simple as that. It's something. It'll it'll it will it will matter. There are ways to circumvent it, but it's a lot more effort now to do it, and money per month, right? And an initial purchase. So and an expansion. So it's uh it's quite a hefty price for a fucking house. Just like the real world. Just like the real world on MTV. But anyway, they're going to do a, a special site that explains all of it. And you can also still own an apartment. It's not considered private estate, just to be 100% yeah. clear. The other thing is that none of those restrictions have anything to do with relocations, like you mentioned earlier. If you are an individual mm -hmm. who has a house in, let's say, the mists right now, 4.2 housing rolls up, and you want to relocate to Kugane... That you are allowed to do. So you've all you already own a house. You already paid the price. You're already integrated into the system. You're good to go. There you go. That's it. That's all it is. Um, but then they also did one last thing that I thought was very devious of them. Plot resale. Ooh. Mm. If you relinquish a house, that house and it, the land it's on, I, I guess more specifically, will be unavailable for a period of time. Meaning, get fucked, sellers in the party finder. You can still sell to people relocating, because while it's not available for individual purchase, it is available for relocation. So you uh, Theoretically, they're not gone completely. They could still hold houses and specifically sell to people looking to relocate once wards are full. But they can't just sell a house. Right. So it's a little bit of something, but so does this does this solve the slumlord problem? It 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 because it doesn't work retroactively. If you already breach any of these conditions, or at least they haven't said that they're doing anything to people that currently own housing and whatnot, um, that's still a problem. 
but uh, it's it's something. It's better than nothing. It's a move in the right direction. I'll agree there. There is also the concern of um, doing the whole thing where the seller makes a free company, buys the mm-hmm. house as a free company, then gives the free company to somebody else, mm-hmm. makes them the deed owner, and then that. I think that would pro- I, I There's no mention on how that would function. It even if mm, there's going to be a different way of doing it. So I think what they're going to do is if you try to pass deed ownership to somebody who already breaches the condition, it'll say no. But Mm -hmm. if you make the free company and leave people who are, I guess, offline or something, I don't know. I I, I don't know exactly, but there, there, there still are stipulations there. Cause then I, how would it happens if the person who's offline, like the, the free company leaders offline for a period of time, doesn't something happen or the house owners offline? I feel like something happens, but it's been so long since I talked about it. You're talking about um, like destruction of houses by people who are offline, or well, I mean specifically, they're like if a free company leader hasn't been online in a really long time. I don't remember if they ever implemented the thing where I thought as long as somebody from the free free company enters the house, the house is fine. Yeah, I think so. I might be wrong. I might be wrong on that. But Mm. can we get a minority report? So if they're offline for thirty days, it transfers ownership to somebody else. So the person selling the house would. Or the person who's who owns the free company would eventually be moved mm-hmm. on. I wonder if they have something set in place for people looking to bypass this limitation like that. Or if they are looking to something. Because that is still a means of bypassing it. It's a means that's already used now. That already bypasses the system. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know what they have all the plans. There's still abuse cases. There's still ways people find around it. But it's something. It's better than nothing. Yeah. But it's not... It's not the solution. I still think for company individual not being separated, big problem. So fuck me in the beard. Anyway, so moving on. Um, Sigma Escape. We talked about this already. Um, about what'll release. O one Savage is the Phantom Train. O two Savage is Chatter Nook. O three Savage is the Guardian. These are all Final Fantasy six bosses. And then if you really hadn't figured it out from watching the trailer earlier, Kefka Palazzo, final boss, likely Tower of the Gods, the Tower of Gods. Or at least the top of the tower, which is Kafka is the god of magic. Yeah. I don't like this. One bit. Why? Why? So I expressed concerns back when X-Death was thrown into Delta Scape. Basically, the mm-hmm. entire plot of Omega is he takes a he takes a folktale and makes it mm-hmm. I guess not real, but he simulates it pretty much. And the simulation can fight. What? Virtual blood sport. Yeah, it's a virtual blood sport, pretty much. And with X Death, I wasn't as with 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 O one, two, and three, and with O five, six, and seven. I don't care. Those characters were inconsequential in their games. They were cool, but they were inconsequential. You know, they had backstories, and but that could be explained in a paragraph, whatever. Mm-hmm. X Death bothered me a little bit because they so carefully crafted the Crystal Tower and its story around getting Zonde and the Cloud of Darkness and other portions of the game are just they're. Everything that every other reference in Final Fantasy fourteen is so carefully constructed to work. Mm-hmm. And this is literally the... Alright, nostalgia, I heard that sells. Yeah? Let's just make an excuse. The, the story is he could do whatever the fuck he wants. Right? The story comes from Eorzea. But with X-Death, at least his Saturday morning cartoon, like, he's just like, I'm evil, I do evil things! Ah! That's it. That's X-Death in a nutshell. Isn't that like every villain in a nutshell? No. Villains, sometimes they have like righteous cause. 
kind of thing. Like Gaius believed in that Gobez. he was yeah what? Gobez. Gobez. Well, Gobez. Nah, he's a different story altogether. He was possessed. Yeah. Um, Kafka's a character that's supposed to have a story, a background, a dude who was driven insane by experiments and now is you know a magical being who as in has no value of human life and all this other shit. And he does mm -hmm. terrible, evil things. He absorbs you know espers who are living beings from you know he absorbs their power and leaves just nothing but a magicite behind and he poisons the river of an entire city and murders all of its people and he destroys the fucking world <laughs> spoiler yeah. um he captures the warring tribe like there's all these things he's not a character that you want to sum up in this paragraph and say yeah by the way fucking have fun bitch which is what they're gonna do to him Simply put, I just look at it as Omega throwing the kitchen sink at us. Like in terms yeah. of legends, like it in is, terms of legends, aggravates. It's picking. Me. It's it's kind of cherry picking the or the devs. You could say cherry picking the worst of the worst in terms of villains. And what I mean by worst is you know actual you know crazies. Um, X Death was a start. Kefka is definitely in that direction as well. Um, again, we can sit here and kind of, um, kind of uh, rack our brains around who we think the others are going to be. But when this, when, when I saw Kefka, I kind of, it kind of like dashed my dreams of Ultimisha because I don't think of Ultimisha as like, like important, crazy, crazy. Yeah. Or important specifically. I, it, it eliminated Seymour for me because I mean, meh. Like, Forgive me. Mad. Pretty please. Um so yeah, whenever I it's it's like you say, it's a Saturday morning cartoon. Like it, well, you say you said X Death is a Saturday morning cartoon. I think of Omega and a whole as a Saturday morning cartoon. They're just throwing you the bad baddest of the bad. Well send so them jail, they'll never escape. Yeah. <laughs> So it kind of like I think this kind of narrows down the list of possible possible final encounters in the next. Um, I, I don't. You don't do final encounters in the next year. Final encounters Omega. Like there's no if ands or buts about it. Omega's not going to be like, oh, you beat the strongest guy. My enti his entire goal is to get the strongest possible being from this whole tournament deal he's got going and fight them that is his mm -hmm. whole purpose is to fight them at the end so we don't get one more test before that then we get three more we get three bosses before him but no, no i'm gonna... saying like before that tier we don't get one more test of like another tier you i don't believe we go to a 4.6 i think if the if the fan fest had maybe been in january the na one yeah 4.6 you can maybe throw that theory out there 4.4, Omega's the last boss, and they're not going to put something like Sephiroth as the second to last boss, because why would you give him the shit treatment when you just gave Kefka and X-Death the god treatment? That's the thing. It has nothing to do with that they couldn't do it. They've clearly explained they hold every mm -hmm. right to do whatever the fuck they want. That's been made Pretty incredibly much. clear. But... 
But if they do him as the second to last boss, people are going to fucking flip out that he's a little bitch. People won't be ha- like they'll be like, oh, Sephiroth, and then he's the third fight, and it's like done in like four hours. <laughs> like, come on. Or, or no, there's not. No, no, no. We we get we get more nostalgia within the actual Omega fight. That's Somehow fine. Some I think phase. that's. I think it's, it's totally a, it's a phase that- within. I think that's totally possible. I think it's totally possible that he starts throwing just other final boss shit at us. Yeah. I'm totally, I'm totally accepting of that idea. But it's not that boss. You just don't want another as like its own encounter, its own own fight. You just don't want another. I still don't like it just as an excuse to put them in the first fucking place, but um, because that's even worse. Imagine if just Sephiroth is just an ad (laughs) in Omega. That doesn't that doesn't sound much better. Yeah, it, yeah, but it's possible. Like if if we like if we're going by what you're saying and we don't get another tier and Omega is the last thing, then that is like a really good possibility, and that is sad because people are asking for it. Yeah, like we like we've been hit with nostalgia so much, and this is just even even overhyping the cause. Like if we don't get another tier with something like Sephiroth, and we get it in the actual Omega fight, it's just going to be sad. It will. I agree. That's it. That's all it is. And you know what? Omega's not going to be the ultimate fight. Ultimate's only for fights that already exist. And I doubt they continue Omega past the four point X series because then people will be like, "All right, come on now." Omega's not yeah. going to do this tournament arc shit, Dragon Ball's super style, where it goes on for a fucking year and a half, is it? Super got away with it. Super's ending in eight episodes, Sly. Yeah. At least for a year. So, <laughs> even even that show has its limits. Sorry, if you didn't know, Super's ending in eight episodes. 131 is the last one. But anyway, <laughs> sorry to ruin your day. At least they said that Phantom Train will be harder than Alt-Roid. I'm glad they called I'll that wait. out. I'll wait. But they did say that it's still going to be somewhat. It's going to be similar to Delta Escape in difficulty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see. Stop mentioning the ending. Listen, <laughs> we just found out like today that the box set got changed to only go up to 131. Now I'm sad. All right. I'm sad. It's been a great day, but I'm sad. Um, then we get some of the more, like, stuff that's kind of like it's for specific people. So we'll go through these a little quick. Mm-hmm. Perform action. They have four instruments now. Harp, grand piano, steel guitar, and a pizzicato. Which cool. one was that? I didn't, I didn't like the sound of one of them. Sounded, something, something sounded like Those a, are being added. So yeah. None of those exist now. Did he test one? He yeah, tested he, no, he, yeah, he tested. He actually he tested, like, two or three of them. Yeah. And One of them sounded like it was like MIDI. MIDI, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, I think that might have been the piano. Uh, I don't remember which one. No, I think it was the harp. I think the harp was the one that didn't sound great. Um, a volume setting specific to performance actions will be added. Currently, the volume of performance actions is adjusted altogether. 
playing to make it so you can adjust the volume of you or the other player performances separately. So if you want to only hear your own performances and not hear all the shitty renditions of all the other shit you hear in Limsa Lamenta, you turn the shitty ones off. You're tired of hearing someone try to play through the fire and flames on the fucking bullshit harp that they're pulling out here. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, calm down, dude. I also gave it its own UI. You can apply specific key bindings. So if you're really good at it, you're about to get even better. And I cannot wait to see Twitter that day. Remember the day that, that the performer action came out? How the ones we were watching mm-hmm. on Twitter? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. I like it. Uh, the fashion report. True endgame right here. It's a once a week challenge in the gold saucer where an NPC asks you to bring him a very specific look. And if you master it, you get some MGP. 10k MGP, even if you fuck it up. Like a, he got like a 47, 10k MGP. And uh, you do good, you get more. Are you seriously doing this, Hap? No, I got my corporate car. I'm good. I'm fucking good, dude. They went out of the way to label every individual item in the game like summer or eastern or red. <laughs> like, he's going to be like, bring me something red, and I'm going to be like, I'm out. That's it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Um, please don't undergo evaluation. Uh, that you'll uh, items you're wearing will be bound to your character too. So you can't even just buy something to do it and then sell them back. You got that's it. You're committed. You are committed. I will only check your fashion up to four times, also during the week. Um, but there's no mm. correct answer, or it won't be disclosed anywhere except on Reddit, where everyone will do it. <laughs> yep. It says players will be will be able to exchange that information. So in before YouTube series where somebody tells you every week what the fucking like winning combination is. That would be rough. Or at least something that gets you over 80 points. Like they'll try four times and if they get it that week, they'll be like, this gave right. me over 80 points. Um and then uh As for content in which you coordinate NPCs, fashion is scheduled to be implemented in the next installment of custom deliveries. This is where you're going to customize like a Nago. You're going to play dress up with the NPC slime. What? Hey, Wonder's Tales get an update. They're planning to update it by adding a new point system where players will earn points when they successfully complete a line and can use those points to exchange for items. So even if you get shitty results week after week, at least you're saving up for something. That I can take. That I can take. This is fine. This is 100% okay. Everything else, it's just... Hey, I'll take it. Listen, if it's free material and shit, I'll save up points for five-slot material. All right, or five-slot armor with the material. All right. Um, They also showed off the winners of the furnishing design contest. They showed off a bed. They showed off a bunch of Eastern furnishings that weren't even winners. Like, you can get an Anata in your house now as one of the NPCs. Um, they had a mannequin in the back. They showed off the bomb stove, which was the NA winner. A bathtub, which was a Japanese winner. Um, a lamp, which was also a Japanese winner. And then uh, hedges outside where you can, like, spell shit with the hedges, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Or make a, make a, a little mini maze, yeah. Make a maze that you can just walk right through, and who gives a shit? But anyway, it'd be fun. It'd still be fun to see yeah. one of those out in front of a house. So congratulations to the winners. You guys actually had some really good housing items. <laughs> was not a joke. Crystal Tower Training Grounds. Only map. We talked about that. Um, they showed off the wall placements being raised. Um, 
and uh, the rest of the PvP teams will be reflected on the field map. So if, if you're doing ranked matches, team ranked matches with the new system, your crest will appear on the map itself. And uh, they're going to be uh, using that map for the official tournament. Do you think the older base maps get the uh, same treatment with the um, raising of the uh, partitions and everything? Say that again? Like, the, they're like... You know how they're raising the partitions that, you know, you get a different set every time in Crystal Tower, so you won't get the same. Yeah. Yeah. You think they get, like, the old maps get the same treatment? I think they have to. I think you can't only have one map. Come on. That's boring. Even if it has four different layouts, you gotta have. I mean, and keep in mind, this is only for the ranked <clears throat> matches. On the unranked matches, it still has the other maps. It's just, that's such a mm. waste of the old maps. I'd rather, I hope they do rework them. Yeah. Uh, preseason for adjustments is going to be 4.2. Uh, there's going to be adjustments to uh, lots of PvP actions. Um, and they're currently working on rules for the official tournament. That. The official. Not a, not a tournament. The e. tournament. We esports, boys. We esports. Uh, like the PvP teams challenge each other with the right to participate in official tournaments. Plural. And uh, please leave feedback about the uh, preseason. Glamour Dresser, they just did a live demonstration. We talked about it in excruciating detail from the last live letter. There's nothing really new here except nothing for a reminder new. that you can use the Calamity Salvager. Don't forget that the Calamity Salvager exists. exists. Uh, they showed they showed updates mm -hmm. to the armoire, more items, more categories in it. Reminded you the armoire can be used for the Glamour Dresser, which is no longer called a commode, a toilet. Um, it's called a dresser now. Um, thank God. Uh, you can. You have to go into the dresser to put the item inside. Once the item's in, you can't use it anymore. It's not a. It's not a usable item. You can't equip it for as armor or anything. But you can always take it out and make it an item again. So it acts as storage, pretty much. It gets the item out of your inventory. There's 200 armor inventory that for just stuff you want to glam glam. So then yep. uh, you get 10 ensembles, which you can change the sets with. Uh, you can use macros to change the armor, and as long as you're out of combat, you can change your armor. City states, gold saucer, in rooms, ivory chapel. You can change while well, getting married, apparently. Um, you can also apply the dyes. We knew all this. In the future, they're going to allow glamour ensembles for your squadron. For, what, for the fucking squadrons no one's using because engaged fame got removed. We're getting three new dungeons for that 4.2. I just remembered that. Hooray. Yeah. Um, for fashion report, the equipment you have on at the time will be checked. So it can check based on your glamour you have applied. All right. So that's that. That's it. And then, yep. uh, oh, tackle boxes. I'm sorry. Chocobo saddlebags up next. Um, Happy eat a buffet of dicks. A whole buffet. How much is that buffet? A buffet of like, dicks. Is, is, it like, is it like a buffet at the Rio? Because we're going there in November. So like, I need, I'm trying to get a price range here. Is there like a, is there like a good variety of dicks? Like, is there, is there buffalo dick? Is there spotted dick? I mean, it's not, a, it's not a tackle box. It's not a tackle box. It's not what I want. It's all you Same. can eat? Because it's, I mean. Chocobo, chocobo saddlebags will be added. Oh, I thought you were going to say chocobo dicks. We're on the menu. <laughs> Still going. Still going. Oh my God. You started it. You started it. But anyway. Um, so 70 inventory slots can be used anywhere outside of instances, pretty much. Um, you can even use it when your retainers are open and, uh, you don't have to call your companion out to use it. 
On top of that, they changed the way the inventory looks. Instead of being the tabs with like the one tab at the end that's half completed, it's just two two mm-hmm. tabs of seventy each. So it looks a lot nicer. Um, subaquatic voyages are going to exist. Rival Wings is getting adjustments, um, and then there's going to be uh, in four point three more Disciple of Hander land here. No exchangeable items, uh, but there won't be any gear update for those currently exchanged with are currently using melded Alamegan gear. And that covers the everything in the official translation. Sly? Yes. I don't know if there was anything other than the... I'm surprised they didn't bring all this stuff up here. Like, all the events they're doing. Like, they're, they're selling chocolate in the Eorzea Cafe. And Valentine's Day or Valentine's or Tion's Day is coming up. And, you know, uh, they're hiring community manager yeah. for Division 5. Or community I planner. Sculpture. They have the ice sculpture at the support snow festival. The next fate slash live letter is on February 10th, which I already knew mm-hmm. from the last one. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing all too, uh, nothing all too important. Um, but yeah, overall decent live letter. Second part dragged on a little too long, but uh, some Agreed. good stuff, especially knowing that Eureka is coming in 4.25. Oh, you know what my favorite one was? Yoshida has... So, so uh, like a biography coming out called Yoshida Uncensored. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I don't. Uh, can we get doing, a translation of that? He's please? The, it's two hundred and sixty pages. Slide. I don't care. <laughs> get Koji, someone up there, please. Get your ass to work, Koji. Please translate it. That's what I'm talking about. Gummy. Oh, gummy dicks are delicious. Comments. Somebody bought me gummy dicks once. They're actually really good. Slide. You ever had gummy dicks? I've got gummy bears. Imagine you had those right on it too. What the <laughs> hell? I have gummy bears. There's no dicks in here. These bears might have dicks. I don't know. They got like the six stubs because for the ears, hands, and feet. But you know, that's about it. Um. Yeah. And then there's the like amusement park in Japan, and just yeah. There's the stuff. There's stuff. 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 Usual stuff that you see at the end of every lab letter. Usual stuff. Uh, preliminary patch notes next Friday confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, full patch notes that Monday when the servers go down. Um, there will be a patch uh, note reading. reading. Yeah, like he usually does. So uh, yeah, there's it's just a bunch of a bunch of little things. I am still mostly just going to be trying to get through Savage of Yako, get some videos out, and then um, do weekly stuff, and then get back on Monster Hunter World Dissidia. Uh, what's it called? Secret of Mana. Four days. Yeah. Four days. You got four, four fucking days. Four days, dude. You got to. Burn through. I listen. Lost Fear is this Tuesday. Also, I plan to burn through that before. Mo- I mm-hmm. plan to finish it before Monster Hunter World comes out. And Good luck. 23, 24, 25. That's what I got. So Good luck. I will. I will do it. Yeah. And we got the twenty-four hour maintenance, and then uh, we are there. We are at four point two, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And go do those extra three dungeons with your squadron. Unlock some new stuff because they said there'd be new stuff through there. And go get your fashion checked. You can go whatever adjustments they're making to the canals that they said they were making. You got fucking buff ass Biako over there, went ready to fucking show you his gains. You got the dungeons with the Hell's Lid and the Fractal Continuum Hard Mode, where we saw Atma Weapon from Final Fantasy VI present as one of the bosses. Mm-hmm. And you know, you got the normal mode and the savage mode and the tombstone farm and uh and uh, the new hairstyles, and uh, the, the crystal tower training grounds, and the, the glamour dressers, and subaquatic voyages, and the rival wings adjustments, and 
the uh, the uh, samurais hating themselves still, and no more elemental property. You could try to buy a house a week after that. You're probably not going to get it, but, you know, because free company thing going on right there. If you're good at with music, you got all that shit going on. How's the Deadsman solo now? Go fucking solo it yourself. Come on. What are you waiting for? And, uh, yeah, have fun. Things. Things. There you go. Uh, but on that note, I think we can, uh, wrap up the, uh, wrap up the show. Yeah. There we go. Next week, I'm going to okay. aim for four horsemen or three horsemen if this motherfucker here is, is out cold. Don't know yet. I'll try, not to, I'll try not to be. We don't know yet. I will prepare something in case this gentleman is is incapacitated. We'll put it that way. If the hunter mm -hmm. has become the hunted, then we'll have a slyless show for the second time ever. Yeah. Yeah. Those who don't know who the first time was, it was when we did the couples episode. And Sly and I were both not on it. We let all the couples talk the whole time. So, uh, yeah. I'm excited. Bafaco. I am too. I can't wait for Bafaco. Oh, yeah, by the way, there's main scenario quest. And Hildebrand wasn't in the trailer, by the way. If he was, I didn't see him. He was, he was in the, um... Wasn't he in the stuff like in the uh, previous live letter? Like when they when they summed up the previous live letter, that was it. Like he wasn't in the trailer or anything, but or was he? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah, they just said he was moving to four point two five. Yeah, I can't wait, dude. If Hildurin doesn't happen at four point two five, that Eureka does, I'm gonna be like smiling. Or the opposite. Or Hildurin's in Eureka somehow. But that's the show, everybody. He'll be delayed till 4.3, guys. That's it. Confirmed. They're aiming for a 4.25 release date. Calling it. It's what they were doing. They're aiming for it. Yeah, so that is the show, everyone. So, after I stretch, you'll say goodbye, Sly. I'll say goodbye, and then I'll read sponsors. Sound good? Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, then, uh, Sly, why don't you tell them where they can find you at, good sir? You can find me on twitch.tv slash Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox, uh, Instagram at Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox 07, YouTube.com slash The Velvet Room, Facebook.com slash Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox, all the things. Uh, yeah. Monster Hunter next week. Nergagante's out right now. Go kill it. It's not as bad as you think. I re-uploaded the video, too. <laughs> I told him I was like, you know, at the you know your video just <laughs> at ended. the end it got cut off and yeah at the oh end God. at the end yeah. of his Nergigante video it was like all right guys he's going to see all right he's going to sleep just uh, prepare the traps don't wake him up all right we got done video it was done. like the ending of the Sopranos <laughs> yeah pretty much it's exactly like yeah. ending yeah yeah exactly so happy where can they find you here's a hint everywhere. That's not true. We've already been over this. You cannot find me on Grinder. That's that immediately disqualifies disqualifies me from everywhere. Okay. Okay. You can find me, Mister Everyone Two Two Seven, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Uh, just Google it. You'll find some stuff. Probably. Maybe. I uh, I got my ass kicked into the city of tournament this week, but it was fun. You got to the semis. There's only qu started in the quarters. <laughs> I'm trying to paint this in a good picture, Happy. You're not helping. Listen, we were Team Excalibur. We were far from the strongest of teams. 
That was our motto. We are far from the strongest of teams. Uh, trying to help out. Just yeah, saying. well, there's no helping. There's no helping. A na- there's no helping natural born failure. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you can't help that. That's just. That's it. All right. So uh, to wrap up the show, we just want to real quick want to thank our sponsors. Uh, a few months ago, started uh, hashtag demonetized counter thing with Patreon to counter it because I was we talk about dicks and eating a buffet of dicks and statues of dicks and yelling about samurais and saying bad words. So if you're an adult with your child, blood, you are actually a bad parent right now for being here because there was a, there was a mature warning. And so you shouldn't, that's it. You shouldn't be doing it. And they're, they're going to grow up horribly angsty and like, they're going to be like a, like a, like a six-year-old version of Shadow the Hedgehog, just hating everything. It's going to be awful. Even hedgehogs today. Because I got the music stuck in my head. There you go. Um, but anyway, moving on, we have to thank our sponsors. We have our standard sponsors and our elite sponsors, but there's one last, there's one thing at the end that I'll say after that. So our standard mm-hmm. sponsors, uh, Skia Symphonia from Ragnarok. They are a new one. Thank you. Rylanator, Westos, Raul Zephon, Edric Redsteel and Exodus, Lexi Valentine, Mantar and the Revivus Free Company on Zodiac, Marsh Techie, Sour Creams and Tribes from Genova, Elisan, Lior, Renote, Chikara, Goisha, Valifer, Hirschfirsch, Fairy, Sun from Zodiac, and Phoenix Down Free Company on Goblin. For our elite sponsors, we have Kira Ryoshi and the Reckless Tea Party on Cactar with Ignis Fairgun from the Diablo server, Valestra of Fanfret, Noct Cordis from Excalibru, Curvos Moonscar, Nakanayama of Balmung, Ear in the Avon Block, the company on Zodiac, jo- uh, Johnny Odin of Tonberry, Private Mikey, Aqua Sacrifice, Obai Del Shamsi, Spike, Rudy Rudiger, Nani and Kurosame, Kucha Cross of the Gen- Oh, wait, no, 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 wait. That's that's something that I gotta we gotta adjust because they are uh, they are they are something else now. That name is something else mm. now. Ahmed, Kurnai, Oni of Dula, Tin Colossus, uh, Killer Hackman, Raul Jr., Dark Light 201, the Arthur of Mill Gaming Bishop, and Kill Tastic. Jones. Let me make sure there were no names that were missing from one list. Uh, I see a Cat Kazuma that was missing from that list. And also the Serenity Free Company on Ultros were not properly updated on my State of the Realm shout-out, but I made sure to double-check it. So I got you guys. I got you guys. You guys got your shout-out, so thank you. Um, and we also have somebody new, somebody who stood above the rest and fought for the realm of monetization. Fought against the warriors of demonetization. He is the patron of light. Ooh. You like my delivery? Was it was it yeah. okay? Was it good? It was good. Was it heavy? Good. I give us I give it a solid eight. Give it a solid right. eight. You solid did, eight. did a good job. You did your thing. Alright. I'm I'm surprised you gave me and the trailer a fucking eight. And that's that's quite generous of you. I gave the trailer a nine. I'm sorry, that's right. You gave I gave the the live letter an eight. That's right. Yeah. Uh so Still impressive. Uh, Patron of Light, above and beyond in terms of support over on the Patreon. So, Kucha Cross, the name I misread as a premium because I still had you on this. Kucha Cross from the Genova server. They're awesome. Or, wait, what's your thing? Say it. What's the thing? You haven't said it in a while. Awesome Sauce on Amazeballs? Yes, it is. That's your thing. You say it. Your Awesome Sauce in Amazeballs. And, of course... Hey, hey. <laughs> That's what it is, isn't it? The old thing. What you say in every intro. Hey. You my boy, Blue. You my boy, Blue. I never say awesome sauce in the maze ball, so I don't put it together. <laughs> 
I'm just, I'm Chat just going. Failed. I'm just going with that. I don't know. Sly, I don't remember the last time I heard you say awesome sauce. On a hey, 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 hey. I was yeah, like, hey, what hey. is it? What does it hey, say hey. on his stream? Hey, what hey. does it say on his stream? All I know is, hey, hey. <laughs> That's all I know. That's the one. And hey, hey guys, Mr. Happy. And like cuts off slightly at the end, like your Nergigante yeah. video. There you go. Yep. Fixed now, maybe. It is. All right, good. So thank you for our sponsors. Uh, it's going to be a very short post show because I have read in nine minutes. Right. Yay, as Ninja. Baba <laughs> <laughs> Cocker opener. Great. All right. But uh, anyway, thanks for watching, everyone. We will see you next week. He maybe not, but I will, at least, for the patch notes overview. So be there or be a four-sided shape. And the show's on Friday again next week. Don't forget. We'll see you guys then. Until then. Bye-bye. See you next week.